0: Okay, welcome back to the Jules' Live Podcast. I am your host, Jules, obviously. Welcome to episode 14. All right, let's dive right into it. Um, we're gonna talk about what are the best rep ranges for your goal, okay? So what I mean by that is what are typically the set of amount of reps that you should do for your training goal, okay? So we'll start with the lowest number and we'll work our way up, okay? So anywhere between one to three reps would be suffice across the board. Most trends coaches would agree that that would be working towards pure strength or relative strength, okay? Regardless of body weight, you are at your strongest between the one and three rep range, okay? And working towards a one rep max is not always necessary or even feasible for most people uh, due to the improper technique that happens. Uh, the, The technique of the exercise itself begins to break down when you're pushing at maximal loads. So unless you're a seasoned lifter... Uh, I would say at least around three to four years of training could you consistently start tapping into those areas on a frequent basis once every six weeks or so Once every eight weeks, I don't really find it necessary to really train towards your max often I've I've been very strong myself in the past Uh, I, I did train heavy but I not often did one reps, things like that. Uh, did some twos periodically. But for the most part, me and my partner never really trained heavier than fours. unless this is a very specific protocol. So, okay. So, anyway. So, one to three reps is your relative strength, your pure strength zone. Okay? Now, when we get into the uh, rep ranges of four, five, and six and 7 depending on how you talk to now we're we're getting into functional strength okay so what i mean by functional strength is we are tapping into zones where depending on the tempo of the exercise we are eliciting a certain amount of time under tension and we are creating a a, a hypertrophy response but we're still tapping into those fast-twitch fibers, those high glycolytic fibers that produce strength at a very faster rate than, say, something that's slow oxidizing, like your uh, slow-twitch fibers. Uh, Now, also, eight reps is often sometimes considered uh, functional strength, not really, in my opinion, but you know, they're thrown in there a lot with that six rep range. So it's kind of hard to say what's really producing that. If you do undulating periodization, like I am a fan of, or even daily undulating periodization, your rep ranges are very specific for the day, for the phase, for the week, for the month, whatever. And you have a better understanding of where your strength and where your hypertrophy gains are coming from. So if we go into the 8 to 12 rep range, now we're looking at more of a hypertrophy response, not much on the strength in at all. Understand that no matter where we work at, you're always going to get some strength. And understand that no matter where we work at, depending on rest intervals and how hard we push ourselves, we always will get some type of hypertrophy response regardless we're just being standard here okay there's no need for trying to argue and pinch pennies everyone pretty much agrees 8 to 12 is going to give you your biggest bang for your buck when it comes to gaining size now if you know your neurological type like some of the people I deal with and they want neurological testing for diet protocols and training protocols I have a better idea where they respond better in rep ranges they may do really well such as me doing six reps gaining strength and putting on a decent amount of size at the same time for my sport i prefer not really to gain any size but gain a lot of strength being a jiu-jitsu practitioner but at the same time well i like to use that phrase a lot but at the same time you got to live that lifestyle so Just because you're performing 8 rep ranges, 10 rep ranges, 12 rep ranges, jujitsu player or not, you're not eating the adequate amount of protein, carbohydrates, calories, proper amount of sleep, you know, all the nutrient timing, everything that goes into it, you'll know without taking steroids, it's pretty fucking hard to put on muscle. So, it's a lot of work. So when people start lifting weights and I'm training them for jujitsu competitions or MMA, I remember a long time ago, I was when I first started training Dustin Poirier, we had been around for a couple of fights and we put him on another phase, which was you could say when looking at the paper, he would be hypertrophy, but he doesn't live the hypertrophy lifestyle. So he doesn't do all the other factors besides the rep ranges to actually put on any size. And I remember my coach coming up to me in a hallway and he's like, what the fuck man? What the fuck are you doing with Dustin? He start training differently. He, he's, he's putting on weight, he's not dropping weight, this and that. Man, the fucking workout has nothing to do with it. You know? Like in, in his case, in his scenario, you know, this dude ain't eating enough to put on weight. So if he's not dropping weight, he's got high cortisol levels, he's extra stressed. He could be training too much. He's just simply eating too much, to be honest with you. So, with that said, though, don't think that just because you're doing an 8 to 12 rep range cycle that your magic is going to get blowed up. All right? Now, we get to 12 to 15 reps and in 20 reps, we're looking at more of toning. <laughs> I'm fucking joking. There's no such thing. Toning just means I want to look lean without being bulky with muscle. Well, that's simple. You fucking get lean and don't try to bulk up. It's real simple, all right? You exercise. You don't put a lot of volume into your workout, okay? You be strategic on what you're trying to do. You can mix up a lot of stuff. Hell, you can even do a a lot of just shitty non-progression shit, just exercise. And as long as you stay lean, you'll have that toned look. You won't put on a lot of muscle, all right? So when we go from 12 to 20 reps, We're looking at more muscular endurance and a lot of recovery zones. Due to unpopular uh, belief, I use these zones a lot. I use these zones a lot for recovery for myself on recovery days. I use them a lot for deload weeks. Uh, A lot of proper recovery training protocols that are set in place to not only facilitate a recovery response but also a muscular endurance type of response okay i'm not a fan of mixing rep ranges inside side of a workout so what do i mean by that so when i was coming up back in 98 99 and i was really trying to dive into the books and learn more I learned a lot from Ian King, Australian strength coach, who was also partner up with Charles Poliquin, rest in peace at that time. And they used a lot of daily underlating periodization, or really just a lot of underlating periodization. They would stick to a rep protocol for a week, or two weeks, or four weeks, it doesn't matter. And then it would switch. We would alternate between intensifications and accumulation phases. This always gave me the best response. It didn't matter who I fucking trained or why I trained them. It always gave me a good response. Why? I'm writing a book on this with a shit ton of free workouts inside of it. And I'm not here trying to make money or nothing like that. I just want to spread... The knowledge of what I found through the years of training myself and others on how good this system works—it doesn't matter what I trained them for; they always got results. Switching between intensification and strength phases. Okay, I'm sorry, intensification and accumulation phases. One was a hypertrophic response, one was a strength response, and of course, it gives into a lot more detail. But that's pretty much the basic nuts and bolts of it. All right, and so what that did is we narrow down a rep range that the body focused on. Neurologically, everything is neurological. Everything. It's all central nervous system driven. Neurologically, we would facilita- uh, facilitate a response then create an atmosphere in the body so the, the CNS system could not adapt by progression and then when we'd feel that progression was coming we'd have everything timed out and we would switch systems okay Jules I understand what you're saying blah 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 For the other people who don't understand what I'm saying let's look at this so I'm doing six reps I'm doing four sets of six on all my exercises I don't care if you're doing full body I don't care if you're doing a split routine. You're doing four sets of six every exercise. So if we're doing a chest day, okay, and you're only doing chest once a week, you have to plan out the amount of reps you're going to be doing for the week. You have to determine the volume. You can't just throw caution into the fucking wind. You actually have to plan stuff out. Okay? So let's just, for shits and giggles, we're on the same page. All right. Four sets of six is 24, all right? 24 times three is roughly 75 reps. I know it's not fucking 75, all right? So any three exercises for the base week will work for four sets of six, okay? And the next week, we have a progression, all right? And maybe the next week, we have a progression. Then we're gonna switch our intensification, okay? So we go to either a more intensification phase or we switch to an accumulation phase. Let's go to accumulation. So now we'll move into, I don't know, three sets of eight for our base week. All right? So the first two to three weeks, four weeks, whatever, we focused on with progression, six reps. Getting our nervous system to facilitate functional strength gains through a six rep range and to ensure that we don't adapt to it each week we tweaked it then after that we move into a different phase which now we move into eight reps which is a lot less stress on the body because we're not pushing as much heavy weight we may introduce more volume for a different type of stimulation but we're switching up Completely changing it and now trying to adapt to an eight rep range Okay, and so I have a system that I would use over and over and I would switch it up and I've done a lot of systems out there. I test them out for fun on myself. I test them out on other people I Can tell you this pretty much every system will work to a certain extent if you just stick to it That's the beauty of strength training okay, but some systems do work better for other things That's a fucking no-brainer. Okay But man, this system is flawless in my opinion. I Mean, it's just flawless. I've seen people get strong. I've seen people get huge. I've seen people get lean I've seen people make themselves better athletes. I've seen people make themselves more resilient to injuries I've seen people build themselves back from injuries It's a wonderful process all right. So when we look at across the board, our rep ranges and what they do, that is your basic breakdown pretty much. All right. Now, anything above 20 reps is just kind of pointless, in my opinion. Uh, there is some stimulation to hypertrophic responses. You could do back to back training, such as you are still in the anabolic phase, say from Monday working chest, you come back on a Tuesday. And you start your workout with actually a very light chest exercise maybe one set of 50 very very light to stimulate more of a hypertrophy response and a recovery response and it kind of works right into your your warm-up session for the next body part of the day there's all kinds of little tricks and trades at the secret it doesn't really matter it's whatever keeps you mentally focused and on task without overdoing it so That's pretty much what I wanted to talk to you today. I'm not here to waste your time if I want to blah, 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 blah. But that is your rep ranges and for the desired goals that you're going for. Stick to these rep ranges. This will help you design your programs more efficiently. Oh, sorry. So one of the things I was talking about is I don't like mixing the rep ranges, so I explained how I separate them. But so what I mean by that is even though this works very, very well, I'm not very fond of uh doing this style of training uh, i know Z- zach evanesh does this i know joe defranco does this uh it works i just I'm, not, I'm just don't i don't like doing it all the time and so what i mean by that is you always start with a compound lift it's normal most people do that and it's a heavy set it's a five by five it's a six by four it's a fucking ten sets of three i don't care whatever Then they move into the secondary exercise, which will be now probably the eight rep range. And then your third uh, accessory exercise, which would be probably like sets of 10 to 12, things like that, all right? It's a very common method. A lot of people use it. Uh, Probably the person who made it popular, in my opinion, as far as gaining strength and size was Doug Hepburn, uh, old school strength guy. Wasn't really popular as far as like cool with muscle mags. This is way before today Uh, You know shit, uh, I'm I'm drawing a blank I don't even know if it's during the reg park days or not, but you know Ramping up that nervous system with extremely heavy loads Very heavy loads and then coming in with another moderate functional strength load. So it could be like six sets of two and then coming in with another five sets of five you know or six sets of six, you know and then moving into another lighter range after that if you want but Very powerful system. All right worked great for him works really good for certain types of neurological individuals I was very 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 structured type of person getting into the neurotyping situation uh, but then as I became more and more in-depth into MMA and jujitsu Jitsu. Uh, I must have changed my brain chemistry or developed my ba- my brain chemistry more appropriately to the type of person I really am. Uh, it's hard for me to stick to programs, so I have to mix things up a lot. My recovery workouts help me a lot to just kind of change things up and get out of the mundaneness. I'm I'm not real big into the bodybuilding scene and things like that anymore. I enjoy the work ethic and I enjoy working with those people because. It's the work ethic that, that drives me more than anything when I'm with someone. I don't want people going through the fuck emotions. I can't stand them, you know? Uh, I often can't stand fat loss clients. The fat loss client's gotta be someone I know, someone who's really serious about their shit, about fixing their life because their, their health is in bad off shape and they got to fix it because I know they're gonna do it. Uh, normal just weight loss clients, I just pass them on, I don't care. I don't, I don't want the money. It, it's just, it's too boring to me they don't want it. It's a dedication process. You know, and honestly, I I don't like the long-term stringing out, fucking being your therapist, patting you on the back type of trainer. I mean, I'm done with that shit. I'm 44 years old. I'm I'm not gonna hold your hand. You know, you need to grow the fuck up. So, when people are confused by all the shit out there, I don't mind setting them straight and helping them out. but, Tatan people? Shit. Man, I've been to the gym twice in the past few times. I've been around someone, training someone. The fucking tatanus I can hear. Like, I'm not gonna hoorah rah your ass. You come coming here, you're gonna fucking work. That's how it is. You know? And I don't mind being your friend. And I'm not gonna be an asshole, but at the same time, I don't need a buttercup, you sweet, you, your sweet ass. I don't need to put sugar in your nutsack. All right, you, know, you gotta come on. You gotta nut the fuck up. This is ridiculous. You know, this society's pathetically soft. You know, I'm all for helping people and loving people, and I'm doing my best to to be a better person, a person of God. But, huh, man. Now I see how when they say you get old, your you fuse gets short. I ain't putting up with that crap. I did all that tat-tat bullshit years ago when I was waking up at 4.30 in the morning and working till 7.30 at night, busting my ass where the gym's making all the money off of my cut. So I don't do that no more. All right. So your rep ranges, that's how it works. I hope that helps out. I want to thank my sponsors of my show, Captain Kobe's Cajun Seasoning. I also like to thank C. Ray Maces, Sherman and Brandt Law Offices, all these people, and last but not least, First Investment Services by Jeremy Potian. I appreciate all y'all's support. Y'all keep the podcast alive, my work alive, my YouTube channel alive, my Instagram alive, and my website alive. I appreciate that. If there's anything I can do, for any of y'all reach out, you got a topic you want me to cover, let me know. Otherwise I'm just going to keep on rambling about what I want to talk about.